Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. There is a particular strategy to profit in the crypto markets. It is relevant in every market condition, but probably most relevant in a bear market. At the end of today's call, I'm going to tell you, number one, what that strategy is, and number two, exactly how you can use that strategy to your advantage today. Before we get to that point in the call, however, we're going to open up the BTC ETH altcoin market charts and make sure we're up to speed with exactly what's going on in the market today. After we've done that, we're going to look at the top headlines in the crypto news today, making sure we're up to date regarding all the biggest events, opportunities and risks that are out there. But really, it's the end that I hope everyone will stick around for because I know this strategy is going to benefit you. So let's get straight into it. Taking a look at the one day BTC chart, it's clear that cryptocurrencies found a little bit of a bounce or a spark on Wednesday. And this little spark helped to regain some of the ground that was lost in the 24 hours previously. So currently we're seeing a couple of big green candles that have counteracted some of the impact of a couple of steep red candles earlier in the day. Recently, BTC is trading around the 19.3k level and is up about 2% on the daily after having fallen to 18.5k on Tuesday. Zooming out, we see 18.5k is actually one of the lowest levels received in a month. Zooming out to the three month, we see that this level was hit before some point in the three months. So really this level that we hit on Tuesday was probably the lowest point in the last two months. Probably what we can attribute to this is a perfect storm or melting pot of risk factors. We've got the Federal Reserve reinforcing their hawkishness and macroeconomic uncertainty uh, from various factors like the Chinese economy, the energy crisis, and these have had a heavy toll on the markets. Damaging to the crypto markets recently would be some news we got on Wednesday. Markets received fresh signals that the Federal Reserve will approve a third consecutive 75 basis point interest rate hike, with several Fed officials in separate speeches reiterating the bank's commitments to tame inflation. Remember that the Fed has boosted interest rates at its fastest pace in about four decades. Top tip when it comes to fundamental analysis. When you consider a resource or an information point, try think of a small circle with other circles outside of it, each circle getting bigger and bigger. The most inner circle, the one in the very middle, is the primary source of information. So in the case of a Federal Reserve speech, the primary source is the speech itself, which is made accessible on the Federal Reserve website. You can hop onto the website and see the speech that is given word for word as it was delivered. So that's the innermost circle. The next layer, if you like, is the first or main news agency to talk about the event. So a lot of the time when we have these big Fed events, Reuters will publish a article talking about it. As you go further out the circle, more and more subjectivity comes into the picture because, of course, Reuters will be giving you their interpretation of that primary resource. Then, zooming out to the next layer, we might have a Coindesk or Cointelegraph article, which is covering Reuters' interpretation of the actual primary source. So whilst it's useful to look at other people's interpretations, I always like to go to the primary source to reaffirm what is being said. 
So when you get Fed speeches, announcements, etc., it's useful to see what other people are saying about it, but you can always hop onto the Federal Reserve website and see for your own eyes. The first clue that the Fed remain hawkish is the title, bringing inflation down. Doesn't get much clearer than that. Next, if you like, you can search for the word inflation. So instead of reading the whole report, you can just shortcut to the important bits for the markets. So check this out. We are in this for as long as it takes to get inflation down. So far, we have raised the policy rate to the peak of the previous cycle and the policy rate will need to rise further. They're literally telling us that they're going to keep raising rates until inflation is down. Raising rates is negative news for the crypto markets, for risk markets, and it's no surprise that there was a sell-off recently in response to these kind of speeches by the Fed. In terms of Ethereum, we see that the ETH prices have reverted to their on and off trend of outperforming Bitcoin, rising nearly 7% on the daily, trading as high as 1.63k as crypto markets recovered some of their excitement for the merge, which of course shifts the Ethereum blockchain from proof of work to a more energy efficient proof of stake. We say this is a on off type relationship because of course recently ethereum also hit 1.5k for the first time in more than a week among other major altcoins algo the proof of stake carbon negative blockchain network algorand recently rose more than six percent after the company announced a protocol upgrade in terms of other major altcoins, Algo, the token of proof-of-stake carbon-negative blockchain, Network Algorand, recently rose more than 6%. This came after the company announced a protocol upgrade. Other notable altcoin winners include YGG and CRV, which jumped more than 12% and 11% respectively. So now that we've covered the BTC, ETH and altcoin market charts, we're going to move into the top headlines of the day. Once we've done that, we're going to go into that secret great strategy that you can use in all market conditions, but in particular in a bear market. If you are up to date in the NFT realm and you are a fan of Solana, then you've definitely heard of Utes. The startup Dust Labs, which is responsible for both Utes and D-Gods, has just raised $7 million. Let's take a closer look at the startup and the popular NFT. Dust Labs has raised $7 million in seed money from an array of venture capital firms in order to further build the ecosystem. They received funding from FTX Ventures and Solana Ventures, Magic Eden, Metaplex, and Firms Foundation Capital and Jump. The startup began out of the success of DGods, which is currently the most valuable NFT, PFP, or profile picture project on the Solana ecosystem. The ecosystem continues to gain recognition with its latest release of the NFT Utes. Minting a tube unrevealed Utes NFT costs roughly 375 dust, roughly $900 at the start of the mint. At the current time of this recording, they are 2,427 dust, roughly $4,700. The NFT whitelist included soccer legend Dwayne Rooney and comedian Howie Mandel. Whilst we do not know where the prices will go from here, this is good for the dust ecosystem and the Solana ecosystem as a whole. So Solana NFTs was headline one. Now we move on to headline two. Other companies, a development lab overseeing crypto lending protocol Aave, is seeking over $16 million from the Aave community to pay for development work on the platform. 
Decentralized autonomous organizations, or DAOs like Aave, rely on community votes and proposals to determine their path. Decisions are made by token holders who vote on issues, new developments, growth plans, and other issues proposed by their communities. We propose that Aave DAO retribute a total of $16.28 million in retroactive funding to other companies for the development of Aave Protocol version 3. Aave companies wrote in a proposal to the Aave's Governance Forum. Our top third and final headline takes a look at one of the biggest players in the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency markets and what they've been up to. On 24th of June 2021, during a national address, President Nayib Bukele of El Salvador announced that Bitcoin law would become effective on the 7th of September 2021, making El Salvador the first country in the world to accept Bitcoin as legal tender. On the 6th of September 2021, the president announced that his country had bought its first two bitcoins and they plan to buy a lot more. Since the initial purchase, El Salvador has made 11 purchases of bitcoin, with the countries estimated to have bought 2,381 bitcoins. The site Nayeb Bukele Portfolio Tracker has been tracking the country's purchases. According to this site, the country's Bitcoin portfolio is down about 57% to date. It estimates that they have spent more than $107 million on Bitcoin and lost more than $61 million, based on the current market prices. The last purchase made was on the 1st of July 2022. 80 Bitcoins were purchased for a price of $19,000 each. According to the tracker, this is the only purchase of El Salvador that is currently in profit. Despite El Salvador's Bitcoin account currently being in heavy unrealized losses, the experiment has potentially provided its citizens with access to a more efficient monetary system. Providing Bitcoin as a legal tender seems to have more negatives than positives in the eyes of international spectators. The International Monetary Fund, IMF, has been pushing the country to revise Bitcoin as a legal tender, citing financial, economic and legal concerns. This will be a really important story to continue to watch because what El Salvador has done is going to pave the way for a lot of other countries that are struggling with an economy that relies only on fiat currencies. A lot of South American countries come to mind that have been struggling with hyperinflation and inflation for a really long time and of course certain countries in Europe that have been struggling with fiat currencies for example Turkey with the Turkish lira. So that is the top three headlines done we've looked at the charts and now we're going to go on to the main part of this call which is that strategy I've been telling you about for the crypto markets. It is not a smart strategy without smart money. A significant barrier to profit in crypto is the sheer amount of low-quality information regularly shared with the community. In reality, top investors have information that others do not, and seldom share this on social media or major news outlets. However, with on-chain data, we can level the playing field. The first thing we can do is use Nansen to consider the percentage of total smart money holdings in stablecoins. The higher the allocation to stablecoins, the less risk top investors are willing to take. So it is not surprising to see that that line is trending upwards for a long time because of course market conditions were not looking good and likely that smart money was not as keen as usual to take big positions. In June, this reached peaks of over 18%, showing that smart money had sidelined significantly more of their capital than usual. Since then, stablecoin allocation has dropped to 10%, an indication smart money have been deploying their capital. However, even after this drop, allocation to stablecoins remains higher than the majority of 2021, highlighting a macro aversion to risk. These kind of dynamics can be some of the early clues regarding what is happening with regards to the overall macro sentiment of the market. 
Another powerful tool you can use is Nansen to dive deeper to see exactly which tokens investors have been purchasing. You can do this using token flows and then sorting by positive one day change. Four of the five assets are used for yield generation. AW ETH version two, for example, signifies deposits of ETH into Aave, one of the most established yield generation platforms in the space. Another key trend is the movement into ST ETH, Lido's derivative token that is received when ETH is staked. Due to the mechanism of staking, one ST ETH could be redeemable for one ETH in the future. However, in recent months, the market has applied a discount to ST ETH. Smart money have used this as an opportunity to buy ETH at below market value. So some people have been listening and probably thinking, okay, that kind of makes sense. But Kim, just tell me how I can take advantage of this right now. I'll tell you five ways. Number one, consider your own stablecoin portfolio. Altering the percentage stablecoins in your current portfolio can alter your risk and limit portfolio volatility. Consider how risky your current portfolio is and ensure you are happy with the amount of risk you are taking. A good point in the call to really enforce that I'm not a financial advisor, this is all for education purposes, any and every opportunity should be measured against your own risk tolerance. Number two, do due diligence on the STETH arbitrage trade. If you are a long-term believer in ETH and the Lido staking project, this may be a good, high risk, opportunity to secure a discount on ETH. More generally, keep an eye on smart money movements. We can use this to understand what top investors in the space are doing with their capital. Whilst this can give us an edge, remember that every investor has a different strategy and a decision can be profitable for one investor but not another depending on the strategy. Do not blindly follow smart money movements. Finally, limit yield farming risk. Whilst four of the top five tokens being moved into by smart money are used for yield generation, most of these are viewed as the lowest risk yield opportunities in the space, a sign that smart money is not looking for aggressive strategies to earn yield on their crypto. So I promised you five ways. This is the fifth one. Start to understand on-chain analytics a bit more. I've spoken to a lot of people and they're just generally intimidated by on-chain analytics. They see all these numbers and funky looking graphs and they just think, help and run away. After you finish listening to this call, just hop onto Nansen or any on-chain analytics provider you like and start with one graph and just getting your head around it or just tune into these calls more often. We usually go over some on-chain analytics and already you know how to read two on-chain analytics data points that give you a lot of value when it comes to your fundamental analysis of the markets. Thank you for listening. Ciao.